There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. I hope everybody is doing well out there, Afternoon. out there Lunch. today. And today is the uh, 79th. I think well, today or tomorrow. Yeah, today is the 79th anniversary of the right. D-Day invasion. Oh my goodness! Yep, of Normandy. Yeah. And this is where these were guys who literally heard the 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 bullets, the rounds hitting the landing crafts, pink, 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 on the door that they're getting ready to lower. As they go to take the beach, I mean, yeah, I listened to a, a gentleman yesterday, and um, there's very few of them left in the world. And mm-hmm. um, this man, he, I think he was 18 at the time of the Normandy invasion. He was the last off of the boat, right? And he said he separated from his unit and took cover under a berm. And he said the bullets whizzing by him did not scare him. It was the thousands of mines that were placed on the beach. And oh, wow. he was just terrified that he was going to step on a mine. Um, and he said they were taking heavy machine gun fire. And he was behind that berm, uh, that berm for quite a while um, trying to right. fight back the best that he could. And uh, I, I just couldn't imagine. It's just a horrific sight. And if you remember Saving Private Ryan, that opening scene, and, and many of the World War II veterans at the time came out and said that that, that was fairly realistic. And, and um, right. you know, our, our, our hearts go out to the, the, the families of them and to the, the members, uh, the surviving members of World War II and D-Day invasion, and to uh, all those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for freedom. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get chills up and down when i say that but that was a a real war that happened in this world that freedom was definitely um on on the the risk and uh, those men rose to the occasion stepped in and did what had to be done and we owe them a massive grit of gratitude and so you know today it's interesting too because 79 years later and we're in the same transitional state Instead of a kinetic war being fought with tanks and guns and machine guns and mines, we have psychological warfare being infiltrated to within our society to where information is now weaponized. And this war has taken a completely different perspective and battlefield. And now, once mm-hmm. again, we are fighting despotism. We are fighting for freedom. We are fighting for the rule of law, for justice. We are moving our way back towards the United States Constitution as a people who are becoming more and more united day in and day out. And this marks an interesting week. We talked about this yesterday, potential indictment of Donald Trump coming this week. I found it quite interesting that that aligns with the content um, motion by Congress on uh, Director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, which both of them are set to land on Thursday. And what better way to cover up uh, Christopher Ray's contempt of Congress, which he would be arrested, can face up to 10 years in jail, a million-dollar fine, and uh, then do, you know, p- correlate that directly with the, uh, the arrest of Donald Trump, which would take over the news cycles. So <clears throat> really interesting time to be alive, <clears throat> that this war that Absolutely. we're seeing being played out right now, Jim, yeah. is uh, it, it hasn't gone kinetic yet. 
But uh, we're, we're seeing kinetic warfare being perpetuated at this moment in Ukraine, in Russia. I don't know if you saw last night, one of the Kershaw dams was blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, immediately I thought about Nord Stream. <laughs> so, well, Zelensky has been pressing massively for NATO uh, cooperation against Russia because they're, they're getting demolished. They're getting their, their butts whooped, right? Right. And he basically the only way NATO is going to get involved if there's a massive threat to civilian life or if there's an attack on a NATO nation. Now, this dam feeds electricity and energy to all of uh, well, to a lot of part of eastern um, Ukraine, as well as that dam blown, getting blown up is going to affect civilian life. It's going to affect crops, which is going to affect the EU. And so here's the thing is there's no strategic motivation whatsoever that Russia would do this. Russia doesn't need to take out a dam to make a point in Ukraine. Russia had, there's nothing to benefit from it on the war front. So when we do this, we start thinking about Nord Stream. Now the Mm -hmm. U.S. intelligence agencies are coming out saying that they have evidence that six Ukraine special operation forces uh, went and did the Nord Stream bombing. And I'm calling BS on that because they they said that they had the info, the intel, um, months before it actually happened. Right. And this is a a sure sign that they're covering up because they did it, and that's an act of war, and that's an international violation and all this stuff. So they're going to blame it on Ukraine. And uh, I I think that Ukraine just did this dam. They blew up their own dam and going to blame it on Russia because they want NATO involvement. Right. Let me ask you a quick question about Ukraine. Do you remember that video where uh, your pedo in chief got up there? Well, he, at the time he was vice president, got there and said, well, if you don't get rid of that prosecutor, I'm not going to give you that loan. Whatever happened to that loan? Did we ever, did we get our, did we get our payments? I mean, are we still on a payment plan with them? Or are they doing like deferred payments right now? Or are they doing interest only? I mean, where, where, where's that guaranteed loan that we gave them? Where's, are we getting Silly any money? Are we Jim, getting, loans to uh, other countries don't get paid back. They get paid what? back in favors. That's why it's called uh, quid pro quo. What? I don't understand that because when I go, according to the press secretary, the 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 boat that um, sideshow show Bob with that curly hair there said that. Well, you know, when you get a car loan, you make the payments. Okay. Well, when you give a loan to another country, they make the payments, right? I mean, same, same. No. I mean. I'm, I mean, I, I seem to be very confused to hear about how I have to pay my mortgage, but yet... Well, Ukraine made the, the payments. I mean, you, you got to remember how this operated. The money went into a Ukrainian bank, which mm-hmm. then used the money to collateralize an IMF loan. Um, then mm-hmm. the bank went out of business. That debt fell onto the Ukrainian people. And then money, felled in, uh, m- money flowed into philanthropies, NGOs, nonprofits, and, uh, oh, politicians in the United States. His pocket. So oh. th- that's how that works. So, so we, so we, 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 the people, um, have someone who is our public servant who goes and loans money to another country, and says, "When you repay that, here's the, <laughs> here's the rounding number for my checking account." <laughs> is this, is this what you're telling me? Is this what we're saying? Like, we're not, we're, they're getting it. They're getting the payments, and we're not. Is that how that works? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like when the United States sues another country or sues a a company in this country. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And they fine them $2 billion. 
Did you ever right. notice that you don't get a check? Oh, wow. Well, um, well, maybe we need to change that policy. <laughs> Do you see how ridiculous this sounds to say this out loud? Is it that we are loaning and borrowing and sending money around this globe, and yet nobody really knows where the payments went to? I mean, I, I don't know, Josh. I don't, I don't know how your, your, your payment systems work around your house, but I don't think that that's how the bank's going to let it happen. Well, I paid John. You know, I paid Bill. I paid, uh, you know, and they're like, no, the money comes to us. Well, why aren't we doing the same thing, saying, no, the money comes to us. It pays us back, pays down our debt. Because we went and borrowed the money to give them the money that they needed to borrow to pay us back, but they don't pay us back. They pay back the politicians. It's awesome. I don't know. These guys sleep at night. It's how they sleep at night. I don't know. I must be sleeping between dollar bills or something. <laughs> I sleep sleeping really great. between dollar bills. I sleep in a Dadabue bed. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh, ah, well, anyways, that's good stuff. Well, well, okay, do you think that they're going to do, let's see, what's today? Tuesday, right? You think they're going to do Donald Trump on Thursday because it's the big news cycle day? I, I do. I do. Yeah. They'll announce the, the charges and then they'll try to do, are they going to perp walk him or are they going to do the other thing where they shut down New York again? Or, well, well who would this be, though? Who would charge him on this? You know, I don't know. This, <clears throat> I, I don't. I don't know necessarily what they're going to do, um, but uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I don't know if they're going to try to indict him. If they're going to arrest him. If there's some type of deal made. Um, if there's there's anything else going on, right? I mean, we know his lawyers were in uh, D.C. yesterday talking with the DOJ. So we, we do know that an indictment is most likely coming, which is nothing more than a farce because we know that these documents that is are in question were protected under the Presidential Act, uh, um, presidential Records Act. We know that they were protected because he declassified them two dates, September 6th and December 20th, 2020. And um, basically, I, you know what Donald Trump should do? Because we know he has another copy of these documents. It's just release them. Release them to the world right now. Oh, wouldn't please. that be? Wouldn't that be? Epic please, if he says, "Oh, please. by the way, I declassified these, and here they are for the whole world to see. This is what <laughs> that they are coming after me for, and trying to cover up." Like dollar bills, y'all. He just starts poop, 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 poop. Just starts flinging these pieces of paper out there. Oh wow, that'd be great. I'm all right with that. I'd be okay. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, Trump. Do it. I dare you. Double dog dare. What gets a New Yorker, like, what kind of dare do you have to do for a, a New Yorker to, like, do it? Like, was it a double dog dare? Is it a, how do they, how do we do that? That's Sandbox, or Sandlot, isn't it? How do we get him to do it? Come on. Come on, Trump. Do it. I need those papas. Oh, did you see the, did you see that website that, uh, was it Daily Caller had put out that was basically crashing over and over again with all the documents of 20,000 photos of Hunter Biden on it. I did. You, and see that? you know, listen, I, uh, Marco Polo organization, this is, um, what's his name? Zilica, or Zilica what, what's his name? Um, yeah, you know how Zieger, I am with Whatever names. his name is. He's a former, he's a young, right. young minor aide to Trump that Giuliani gave this laptop to because he had technical experience. He goes out there, creates a Marco Polo Foundation, um, and he's the one publishing all these things. Right. Here's my problem. There's nothing being published on there that we didn't already know. Right. There's nothing that you, me, or anybody else can do with that information that's going to make any difference. It's not, to me, it's nothing more than Ziegler. Ziegler. 
Ziggler, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there's no, it's just nothing more than a distraction. And, right. you know, we, we got to stop taking, uh, you know, looking at the shiny objects out there because that's what's, that's what's causing the major problems. Like, you know, our, our freedom is at risk. Everything is at risk. You know, uh, look, I, I, I think there's a legitimacy behind this UAP whistleblower that just came out yesterday. But don't you right. think that the timing of that is really, really interesting? Right after McCarthy basically just betrayed the GOP and all the constituents and everybody was flaming mad. Then all of a sudden, oh, look, nice shiny balloon in the sky. Oh, look at that yeah. over there. Oh, oh man, is it real? Are your aliens real? It, it seems to be this go-to distraction is is something of that nature all the time. And so, right. yeah, right after it, you have what? You have Hunter Biden's laptop contents released, and then you have shiny objects in the sky with the UAP information, and everybody forgot about the debt ceiling raising that happened that basically Congress betrayed us. Then you have Marjorie Taylor Greene out there turning on MAGA, right. which I've been saying was going to happen. I said that this yeah. woman is 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 swamp as swamp comes right now she's turning on maga right and Mm -hmm. and no one seems to care and here's the thing jim yeah is we are dealing with corruption at the highest levels and and it drips down to all of them they're all involved none of them have clean hands here drip we'll be right back with more dark light show after this Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. And look, don't get me wrong. We do have patriots in the GOP. I I think that there are a few. But even though that they're patriots, they want to reestablish the Constitution, they want to bring back the Republic, you know... They, they still have their own motives. They, they still have their own financing. They still are making money and, and all this other stuff. So, right. you know, we need to completely, completely overhaul Washington, D.C. And that starts with shutting it down, completely right. turning it off, levying out the power directly to all the states, shutting down right. Washington, D.C., clearing everybody out, firing everybody, then doing a re-voting and re-hiring event. And, and I, this I, needs to happen constitutionally. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just shut it down. Just like, you know, we're done. Right. I don't know, Josh. I, I really don't know how we need the federal government. I mean, we have the individual states. Do we really need an intermediary at the federal level to allow the states to communicate well with each other? Do we have, Is that what the federal government really does? Is, or are they doing that? Or what are they really for? Do we need a representative of us if we are the representative? Mm. Well, yeah. you know, representative democracy doesn't not necessarily mean what it's supposed to mean. So actually what we have is we have a federalist system. And you'll hear yep. Congress say this from time to time. Congressmen, good congressmen say this from time to time, is that this is undermining the federalist system. And the federalist system is built on a, a system of checks and balances. This really comes around from the Articles of Confederation, which was a true federalist system until the implementation of the Constitution, which declared it to be a republic. And, uh, you know, I was watching, you know, Congressman the other day, we got to preserve our democracy. Democracy. (laughs) It's not a democracy. And you know what? There should be a fine every single time, $100,000. Anytime a a, a congressman or senator or politician says democracy they should be fined we don't have a democracy that's psychological warfare being implemented onto the people they're like well we have a representative democracy no we don't 
Well, that's what it says online if you search the United States, you know, constant. No, that was changed over long periods of time to say that. If you go to the United States Constitution, what type of form of government does it say we have? Representative. We are a republic, representative republic. We have a servant. There you go. Well, so here, I actually looked this up on my show the other day. The word democracy has a. We have a representative leader. A republic has a public servant. That's the all the words are the same except for one says leader and the other one says servant. It's ex- yep. the the, dev- the democracy and yep. republic exactly the same words except for one is a leader and one is a servant. And you guys want to just break it down right there? That's and and, and and tell me which one fits your needs better, the servant, because a leader obviously is a dictator. If, if anybody wants to check this out, Article Four, Section Four, of the United States Constitution: The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union. A Republican form of government. Yep. And shall protect them against invasion and on application of legislator or of the executive against domestic violence. So, you know, it's interesting right here is um, the federal government right now is in violation of Article 4, Section 4. Right. In Texas, in Arizona. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, we... <sighs> okay, one, if one... Okay, so this is the, this is the thing. Remember Stalin, the idea behind what Stalin and Mao did and their version, and these are Stalin's words, he says, I would rather uh, incarcerate, incarcerate, listen, put people in jail. I would rather put nine people in jail than to let one criminal go. And the, 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 the difference, Brownstone actually talked about this, or Blackstone, Blackstone actually talked about this. He said that our Constitution says I would lo- rather let nine criminals go than to ever offend one American. And the difference is, guys, is if one American has been disenfranchised, meaning that their vote has been changed in America in any election at all, we are all offended. Do you not get this? We are in this together. We, the people, are in this together. So when you guys sit around and go, well, it's not my dog, not my fight, you know, I'm not in this, it's not my thing. Arizona is way over there and I'm way over here. No, every time that they, 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 what's the, what's that, you, the, the United States postal worker? Who said he took two hundred and forty some thousand uh, ballots from New York to Pennsylvania? I mean, and that came out. Now it's been verified that that's actually factual. That's two hundred forty thousand times that we were that our rights were taken away, our privileges were taken away, our 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 representative government it was taken away from us. And just that instance alone, and nobody's offended, nobody's in the street that that has happened, and that right there, the wet that shame on us. Hmm. Absolutely. Let's take a let's take a quick call. Let's go to Gene in Rochester. Right. Gene, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Buddy. Pretty good. Gene's pretty good. What, what, what can we do for you? Um, I was just talking about democracy. I mean, if you look at any of the documents, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, you will not find the word democracy in any of them. And and that's yep. because our framers of this country hated democracy because if fifty one percent of the people want something. The other forty nine percent are not, you know, don't have their God given rights, like you said. We're in a constitutional republic, like you're saying. Ninety nine percent of the people can't take away one, can't take the rights away from one percent of the people, and you know that's the way it's that's what a way it was set up to be. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, <clears throat> and and it's been usurped from us. 
This is why the Declaration of Independence is so important, because it lays out what tyrants and oppressors will do. Thoughts, Jim? Well, absolutely. We have to be the difference, right? So like you said, we if we're not saying this out loud, no one else is going to say it for us. That's right. Absolutely. Well, you guys are doing a great job. I, I, I enjoy listening to you. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. All right. Let's go to the next caller, Gary. <clears throat> Gary, you are on with Josh and Jim. How are you doing, man? Oh, hello. Um, hey, guy. <laughs> I heard you talking about, uh, you know, voters, election fraud and all that, and uh, the fact that it was up to us to do something about it. So I just wanted to give you a, a heads up and the people listening to the show a heads up about what is being done about it. I'm a, a volunteer with New York Citizens Audit. It's a group of volunteers that's grown from two to 2,000 now. And they started out with just a simple analysis of the voter rolls versus the, the uh, 2020 election results. And they found some pretty disturbing things in there. And the farther they looked, the more uh, anomalies they found, we'll call it that. Mm-hmm. And now it eventually has led to the publication of a peer-reviewed study outlining the four hidden algorithms that are embedded in the New York State uh, database for the voter rolls. Wow. And beyond that, since it went public, uh, well, sort of public, mainstream media has dropped it like a hot potato for the most part. But... uh, other groups that were suspicious and trying to do their own research in other states have gotten in contact with uh, New York's uh, audit group. Oh, man, crazy. Gary, thank you for that call. Appreciate it. We're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Yes, sir. You know, and Gary, thank you so much for that call. I appreciate that, what you guys are doing out there. Um, you know, please send us some information, and we'll, we'll try to help you guys get some support out there. Uh, Definitely. It was, it was interesting, too, because we just found that, uh, if you remember, Jesse Morgan, this is the guy who hauled the trailer of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania, has, has recently been vindicated. Right. You remember the, the, the trailer of ballots that was parked and they made a big deal out uh-huh. of it? And they're like, why are these ballots coming from New York? And <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and this goes, it ties into, you know, the, the fact that they talk about how there was ballots being printed in Arizona that were shipped to Georgia during that Senate. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Senate race, they're the, oh, we have another 500,000 ballots to count. The gap tooth lady said, you know, like, and how did she know that there just happened to be a 500? Well, that's what they were shipping. <laughs> it's like well, she just you know, this is read it off the manifesto. <laughs> you had investigator Tony Schaefer um, was talking about Bill Barr because on election day, um, his office in Pennsylvania received various allegations of voter fraud and, and uh, election irregularities. As a U.S. attorney, he wanted to be transparent with the public and investigated the allegations fully. Attorney General Barr, however, instructed him not to make any public statements or put out any press releases regarding possible election irregularities. He said he was also given a directive to pass along serious allegations to the state attorney general for investigation, the same state attorney general who already declared that Trump could not win. Nice. Wow. 
Uh, well, they're not lying they're to you guys. It, man. This, this is the yeah. deep state for you people. This is how the deep state operates. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so who does who do the wars really hurt? They hurt the poor and the needy and the elderly, right? Who do the, who do the who does the you know who does the what does the famine what does it hurt? It poor the needy and the elderly. I mean, a lot of the middle aged people who are able bodied are able to do their things really aren't affected by these things. But yet the wars, the destruction of utilities, crops, cash, all these things. It really just is a – it's actually an execution of those of the weakest among us. But at the same time, they take the strongest among us to throw us into war to get rid of us as well. So it's it's really – it's eating us at both ends. We just don't realize that they're taking the, the bravest of us, throwing them into wars. Or – well, remember when they did the whole um, – the mandate in military? I mean how do you weaken the United States military but go out and give them all the government chemical? If not, you have to get out of the military. So all these guys who have had these these uh, these clot shots out there, what are we gonna you know what are we gonna do when it really comes time for them to actually defend us? Are they gonna be able to defend us because they've been weakened with these other things? But it, you see the different things. So it's the money, it's the food, it's the politics, it's the energy. I mean, why is it that, why is energy so expensive? Well, it's just because they can. I mean, they keep shutting down the most efficient of those, and yet we see the hydrogen power, we see the nuclear power. And then we're going, oh, well, I sure wish they'd give us some you know, electric power that was cheaper. And they keep shutting everything out. California just shut down last year their last nuclear plant in their, in their state, and yet they're having brownouts and blackouts as if they have surplus. I mean, this is not, this is not how this should work, and yet we're not paying attention to that. We, we've really, we, we are the answer, guys. Uh, I love the voter integrity guys. I love that they're out there doing that. We, I got an event coming up in Michigan, and... In August, I, I'm still beating that drum. I hope that we can continue to, to shed light on this. But the biggest problem is is that we aren't standing up. I mean, we really aren't. Well, I, I think that people are at that original stage of standing up. You know, we talk about Federalist 46, James Madison, uh, when he mm-hmm. was writing the Thomas Jefferson. And he this is basically the, the foundation of where the Tenth Amendment actually derives from. Um, and in a lot of the First Amendment as well. I mean, this is pre-Constitution, pre-1792. But in the Federalist paper uh, of 46, he talks about how to take uh, what to do when you have a tyrannical and oppressive government begin to formulate in this country. And he's talking about post-revolutionary war. He's talking about when the government that's formed by the people begins to become oppressive. And he said that the first thing that you need to have is an action from the people, which is disquietude. And this is what we're right. doing right now. This is disquietude. This is taking the airwaves. This is, you know, standing up in your local church or uh, your local community center or whatever it might be and, and, and speaking the truth. Right. Then you have to have civil disobedience, which we have yet to really see much of that. I mean, we had January 6th, but civil disobedience, nonviolent um, tax protests, these types of things, uh, you know, truckers blocking the entryway to Washington, D.C. or major cities. That would be great to see. But civil disobedience is the next step. And then you need to have an outspoken governor and state legislation to counteract the federal bureaucracy. Now, I I don't think that the founding fathers ever envisioned um, states being infiltrated, um, you know, to the degree that they're infiltrated right now. Although we do have a majority red state conservative state in this country. And that I think that if push came to shove, we would have two thirds majority of the states actually rising up um, to disband the the federal union. Yeah. Well, 
okay, so what is it? Dogs, children, and government need to be told to off them because it makes them better. But we haven't stood a line. They went and they, they started out with the Federal Reserve. We didn't stand up to that. You know, they went ahead and, and uh, put us onto the silver, you know, back instead of gold back. We didn't stand up to that. They confiscated all the gold. We didn't stand up to that. We didn't stand up to them when they started doing the, the draft. They didn't. We didn't stand up to them when they when they created nine eleven and it, and it just you know it became this whole warfare thing where we put what ten trillion dollars into the Middle East and yet we still have nothing, you know, showing for it. Uh, at the same time, you know, when did we stand up for, you know, the virus? Those of us that stood up were persecuted among us. We got we persecuted each other. They weren't really doing it. Yeah, there were some officers, police officers, that way overstepped their bound by arresting people for not having masks in public public spaces. But at the same time, it's like when when are we going to stop? When are we going? To, it's not here, guys. It's not really. You don't have to go and march the streets and pull down the streetlights and burn targets down like BLM did. But in reality, it's just saying no. Just saying no. We're not. This is it. Right here is absolutely no. Do not cross this line. We are done. We have had enough. Just like the fact that there was only ten percent of all the people who bought uh, pistol braces turned themselves into the uh, and I'm saying turned themselves in because it's what you did to the FBI for saying that you owned pistol braces only 10% of all the pistol braces that were shipped out only 10% of those people bothered to register their pistol braces now that means that 90% of those people are now become federal felons you did not register your pistol brace you are a federal felon because bureaucracy changed the guideline not because it's a law not because of any of our agreement that we voted this in, but because they just decided to change the and they moved the goalpost for us, and we and then we are supposed to comply to that. But that means that a lot of you guys out there that own these pistol braces that did not register yourself, taking a photograph of yourself, registering your gun, and all this this pistol brace thing and all the whole thing, you are now a full blown felon. And not my my just I'm not making this up to scare you. I'm not saying oh you know here you're you're a felon. No, according to your government that you pay for. You absolutely are a felon, and that's where you are now. So where, where's the line for you? When are you going to stop stepping back? When are you going to stop bending to the knee? When are you going to just stand there and say no? And when you see your fellow man being arrested, you see your fellow man being abused, when are you going to stand there and say no? Not today, Satan. Not today. Not in my country. Not in my time. Go away. Go away because you will not. You will not. You will not do this to my fellow man. When is that? Well, when is it enough? Uh, unfortunately, the the archetype of Satan that that is rampant within this world um, isn't just going to go away. It's always going to rise, ebb and flow to various degrees of power. And see, the thing is, is that in order to counteract evil, is that good has to rise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really yep. that simple. <clears throat> and right now, people are too distracted by other things happening in the world that they're failing to unify together. And, I mean, th- this, is, this is a well-executed a well mythology strategy that, that this enemy has taken against the world. I'm, I'm not going to lie. The, the psychological warfare, the, the digital technology, the, the amount of distractions was well-placed. The infiltration, well-placed. Um, but there, there's a lot of hope because we can still win this. We can still rise up and defeat this tyranny, at least here in the United States of America. As long as America doesn't fall, then we have a glimmer of hope for the world. And, and that starts right here. I mean, I know, listen, I, I'm telling you right now is that there's a lot of people out there in this country right now 
that would rise mm-hmm. to the occasion if asked. They, they would oh, yeah. absolutely rise to the occasion if asked. <clears throat> Many people are waiting for it. Many people have been ready for it for decades. So huh. right now, yeah. it, it's, it's simply a waiting game to see how far they're actually going to take this and test, test the temperament of the American people. Tolerance, yeah. What's your pain tolerance? Is it a zero? I mean, are, does it mean that there's just zero, like you can't take any pain whatsoever, don't even look at me wrong? Or are you willing to go ahead and just put yourself in the cage for them at the 10? What's the pain level you were willing to put up with? How do you put up with this? I don't know. I, I my pain level was a long, long time ago, man, and I am fatigued from this. And I know Josh. I know you. You, you say the same thing, and we talk about these things c- consistently. But in reality, we need to be mindful that our pain tolerance is really past what normal people would say is okay, and we should have been pushing back a long, long time ago. So here's the thing: join us. Um, let's let's have those conversations. Let's enjoy that. If you want to, if you want to have that conversation, let's have it right now. Let's do it. And let's start that process. And I'm going to tell you right now, here's the other thing. We've, made, we've told you what the problem is, and now, you have, now step two is to start talking until you hear someone lecturing you about what you're lecturing them about. Because when they're teaching it back to you, you know that they've learned it. But until you're saying, they're saying it out loud back to you, you have not said it enough. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back with Dark Delight Show right after this. Yep. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com 
and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, Jim. So this dam that blew up in Ukraine, the CIA and and people like, uh, you know, all the rhinos in Congress and Democrats are all now out there posting that Russia did this. Russia are terrorists. Russia is to blame. And I'm sitting here going, nobody's been even on scene to go and check (laughs) to see what happened or investigate that. This reminds me eerily familiar of September 11th where... 20 minutes after the first plane crash, oh, these are the 18 hijackers, the 19 hijackers. This is where they're from. And here's their passports. And here's their passports. Like, and a box you know, knife. <laughs> it, 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 it's, just, it's just one of those things. Like, you can just see through their tricks, you know? And like, I'm see, serious, like, Josh. It was the Russians. Come on. Why mean, don't you believe me? The CIA I'm comes out and does truth. the initial report. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> we, we got good intelligence that uh, Russia did this one. Hey, what about Nord Stream? Well, uh, well, well, you know, that was that was a little different. Well, you came out of me. Oh, they're trying to Nord say Stream Ukraine did Nord Stream when we, we did Nord Stream. Why are they trying to blame well, no, this no, on no. Ukraine? The CIA, when Nord Stream happened, the CIA was the first one on scene to say Russia did it. Right. Right? Oh. Now they're saying, oh, Russia did this. Um, why do you got water in your hands? I don't know. Hold on. Well, let me try what's, a, what's with the wetsuit, bro? <laughs> yeah, what's with the wetsuit, bro? <laughs> what's the oxygen tank for? You get you got a COPD? What are you doing there? <laughs> I mean, what is the, this is ridiculous, man. Uh, was it, was, there, there's now uh, new reports on Bragg's uh, doing something. I don't know. I'm going to have to read this real quick, find out what's going on here. But Bragg is pulling up some new... Uh, Spectacular something or others. Law enforcement sources revealed a supervising de- detective assisting Bragg's case with Trump has been suspended for his contact with Michael Cohan, who previously served as Trump's lawyer and has become an adversary of 45. Um, Jerry Rosenberg, who investigated financial crimes for Bragg, had his gun removed recently for his interactions with Cohan. What? Wait, he had what? his gun taken? Yeah, so law enforcement source said Bragg's office is looking into how Rosenberg shared communications with Kohan in the office. So the whole Bragg case looks like it might be taken out. It may not be going. We're gonna, we'll see what's coming out on this whole thing. So Bragg's got, Bragg's got an investigator, his supervising detective on the case with Trump, the 31 or 32 charges that have no penal backing uh no penalty backing uh yeah that's that's we'll see how this goes down guys oh, it is amazing how dirty and nefarious okay so here's this okay josh let me ask you this question if i told you there were people inside of bragg's investigative team were dirty would you be surprised no okay well then everything in this article is factual <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, does anything surprise you now? I mean, right? Yeah. I. Last week, Bragg moved to oppose an attempt for Trump's attorney to move his hush money. Oh, it's not hush money. We all know about it. It's not hush money. It never was hush money. It was a paying. Anyway. Um, his hush money case to federal court. Trump's lawyers argued last uh, month that the case couldn't be tried in state court because the uh, alleged violations took place while he was president, making that a federal matter. In court documents filed Tuesday, prosecutors in Manhattan argued that the case should remain with the state court because the former president's alleged criminal conduct had no connection to his official duties as represent- 
and responsibility as president. But isn't that what they all said? Because he was president, this is a problem. But now they're saying because he was a president, doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> oh, it's exhausting, guys. This is exhausting. The Manhattan jury indicted uh, all four, thirty-four criminal charges. Trump sent a payment to Daniels. Yeah, that he. This is the thing, I, guys. I don't know if you really paid attention to this. When you really break this whole thing down. The the company that Trump was no longer affiliated with, no longer had ownership with, no had any leadership roles in, put in the Stormy Daniels payment in one column, and Bragg's DA office is saying, no, it should have been in this column. Not that it wasn't reported, not that it wasn't put in there as, an ex- as whatever, and that it was actually put against the balance sheet, but it's what column, whether it was a uh, political or a personal uh, column, that you should put that line item in. That's all we're talking about. That's exactly what this whole thing is about because they put it in this column and not this column. Not that they didn't report it. Not that they didn't write the check. Not that it's not traceable. But it's that's it's not in the right column. That's what this whole indictment's about. All thirty-four counts. And that's guys. That's and then now they're quibbling about you know whether it should be federal or state. And and now their his lead investigator is not going to be able to testify because he has a credibility issue because he's conspiring with. Kohan and other people. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see. It goes on and on. Well, darn it all, Jim. <laughs> I thought we were going to get Trump on this one. This was the one. <laughs> this was, was it. The one. We were, we were going to get him. Yeah. We're, prid pro quo. Woo-hoo. Wait. Oh. <laughs> I, okay, so have we, had, we, have, we've, have we talked about this on the air, the uh, looking glass? We've talked yeah. about this a little bit, haven't we? And I, I think Trump's I think Trump's got a better version of looking ga- glass than they do. I think they've got like the 1.0 version and he's got like the 5.0, like he's got the updated version that really allows him to really see details in the future. You really And I think that's why really he seems to be one huh? I do. I time dial I call it time dilation. I don't call it time travel. I call it time dilation. Is what I call it. I don't oh, know. This is my this is my theory. Well, how I've does come it work, man? Tell me. I want to know how this works. <laughs> you, you're setting me up here, Josh. I love it. Anyway, no. To me, it, it is not so much the fact that you go and you jump from here to there, but you bring there to here, and you can see what is going on in real time. He, you know, if let's say 30, 50 years in the future, I pull fifty years in the future to me, and I can see the details of things in that timeline, which allows me then to what? Manipulate things here to see how it affects things there. Does that make sense? That's my time dilation theory. Uh, <laughs> copyright Jim Price, the Jim Price, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. But how does it work? I don't get it. Don't, that's the well. I think time dilation is is actually something we get. We 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 slow time down and speed time up anytime we want to. How many times, Josh, did you drive or or been somewhere where you're like, oh, how did I get here? Like you lost that time. Or did you just, um, or did well, you move well, in that well, time? Well, Jim, that usually happens when I'm driving 85, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like 50 miles later, like, whoo, where am I? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? There's, I think, you know, there's times when you're sitting there going, man, time is just killing me here. Like, this is, this is ridiculous. And then there's other times you look at the clock, it's like four hours later, and like, what, where did the day go? You know, there's so to me, I think uh, that is a type of time dilation. What I call it dilation, but I know you have a different version of that. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I really believe in the fact that we jump into other times, but they're able to bring time to us to see it as we move forward in our lifeline. Right. 
I don't know. It's, it, it's an interesting theory. Uh, I mean, anything's possible in this world. <clears throat> anything's possible. Now I play a doctor world? and a scientist on TV. I'm not one in real life, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I stayed at the Holiday Inn last night. I'm fine. I'm doing great. Talking about time dilation. That's uh, that's <sighs> Nikola Tesla stuff. You know, that's the theory mm-hmm. of Don uh, John Trump and uh, how John Trump was the one who actually uh, went and collected all the material from Nikola Tesla after his death. He was a professor at MIT. John wasn't Trump he friends is, with him prior to his death, though? No, I don't. Well, I don't think that there was any um, proof on that. I do know that he was the one that was sanctioned by the government to go and collect all his information and go through it. Right. Um, hmm. And John Trump was a, um, a genius physicist at MIT and also the uncle of Donald Trump. So kind of interesting there, that connection. Well, we can see the Trump government puts their finger on the scale on a lot of things. Why wouldn't they have gone ahead and just kept some of this stuff for himself? I bet you this would be good for my family. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's a possibility, man. Yeah. It's, it's a funny it's a funny little deal. I mean, I know we've we we joke about it and those kind of things, but some some somewhere this knowledge I think is gonna break loose. I think if we talk about it enough, it'll shake loose out of the tree. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for you today on the Dark Delight Show. Hope everybody has a great day. We will talk to you guys here soon. Have a good one.